No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Absolute radio. I'd like to apologise to a recent caller to this show called Scott Harris. You may recall that during my show on Tuesday, November the 9th, at about midnight, I took a call from Scott who was calling in to join the debate about the burqa. I told listeners that Scott was not who he said he was, but was in fact a racist person who had called the show before and who had posted highly offensive racist comments on Facebook. I also suggested that he had used the P-word and had made racist comments about his neighbours. When Scott insisted that he had never called the show before and had not done any of those things, I indicated that he was lying. I would like to make clear that I got this completely wrong and had confused Scott with someone else. Since that show was broadcast, I have been reliably informed that the Scott Harris who called the show on 9th of November is not racist, has never posted racist comments on Facebook or anywhere else, does not use the P-word and has never made racist comments about his neighbours. In fact, I believe that he has friends of all races and has an excellent relationship with his neighbours. I apologise for the distress and embarrassment that my false allegations have caused to Scott. I'm a real wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild Stop. 
dear listener, Eloise and I are having a discussion. About... Oh, do you, do you want to get you want to listen yeah. to stuff? Do you? I will listen. Look at you. Cope You're so quiet on that. Um... Oh, I'm getting someone to look at this. You're this on week. plus seventeen now. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't matter what game as long I'm on. As we can hear you. Yeah. Eloise and I are having a discussion. By the way, for the first hour of the show this evening, it's new callers only. Mm. I'm kind of going to try and make this a thing. But... I'm getting a bit bored of talking to Andre. <laughs> to all of that lot. It's good that you know they, everyone calls in, and I appreciate it. Thank you. But it would be nice to kind of inject a bit of fresh blood. So I'm just dis- we're going to try it for a few weeks. Every Monday, the first hour is going to be new callers only, or people who've only called in two or three times. Yeah. We've done it before, and it's been very successful. We've done it for weeks before. So we're going to try and do it just for the hour. And if not many people call in, then it'll just be me and Eloise um, discussing which side of the um, aluminium foil goes on the, on the in or out. That's what we're talking about this evening. But before that, we're having a talk about... We, we, we've possibly got a guest coming on tomorrow night, on tomorrow night's show. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a really good idea to have him on or a terrible idea yes, to have him on. We've been talking about that for the last we've, hour. We've been talking about it a lot, and there are arguments for and against. And I'm, I'm going to ignore the fact I've had about 600 tweets, about literally 600 tweets, and I would say 55% of those have been abusive. I even had some, and I didn't even get I involved. You did. What, what, were they saying the same kind of stuff to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm ignoring that. Because that's that, 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 that people tweeting me like that doesn't really influence me in the slightest. Yes, you can use the C word and all of those things. It's fine. But I'm having a pang of conscience and wondering if inviting this person on... Well, I know that by inviting this person on, I'm giving him what he wants. Now, it's whether I can take enough away from him by challenging his obscene views. Yeah. I kind of, in my head, I kind of liken it... Do you remember when the BMP... Nick Griffin was on Question Time. Yes. And the furore that caused. No one wanted him on. They didn't think he should have a place. And I was, I was for him going on. I thought it was good that he was going on because I think when, when um, people with extreme dangerous views uh, are challenged in public, I think it's good because everyone can see that they're extreme and they're ill thought out and they're potentially dangerous uh, and I- I- intelligent people will, re- you know, it's, it's like you, t- you take a vampire into the daylight and they disappear. So I, I, I respected Question Time for doing that and I'm hoping that this, having this guy on tomorrow is coming from the same kind of place of exposing, basically, there's a, I'm not going to say his full name because I don't, just in case our plan changes, I don't, there's a guy called Kenneth who's on Twitter and he's saying the most offensive things about anorexia uh, and about girls of shape and mm-hmm. curve, shall we say. Basically, yeah. he's promoting size zero, being really offensive about... I've got... Let me go. I've got some of his... And he's, he's... All of a sudden, over literally the weekend, he's become worldwide renowned, hasn't he? He has. He's become, he's become a phenomenon. You know, he's gone from, like, 5,000 um, followers to, like, 22,000 followers. He's stuff like this. Wake up. These are his tweets. Wake up, you're disgusting. You're so fat, you don't deserve sleep. Go look in the mirror and hate yourself. I don't want you eating today. Females who do not aim nor want to be a size zero are simply uneducated and ignorant. To be skinny is to be perfect. Anorexia is not an evil. It is but an often mismanaged blessing. Anorexia is a mismanaged blessing. Managed anorexia is not life-threatening. It's, it gives living another chance after you messed it up eating too much. Uh, and the beginning is always today. Managed anorexia is a lifestyle, not a diet. He's talking about managed anorexia. It's, it's his kind of thing, which you can't manage because it's a disease. It's like saying you can... It's like saying managed alcoholism or managed yeah. drug addiction. You know, it's a disease. Managed cancer. It's a disease. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the same thing. You can't, you can't say that. Um, and so I've invited him on the show tomorrow... Uh, 11.30, to come on and uh, defend the indefensible. 
which I think it is. Yeah. Um, and those people saying you shouldn't do this, those people saying you should do this, and I, I just don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's the, it's if it's you're the best thing a, or the worst thing. You're having a faith uh, crisis, then. I am a little bit, and it's going to be done properly. It's not going to be done with you know me dicking around and putting Alan Caddick on and no. stuff like that. It's going, we're going to have a doctor coming on the show. We're not going to take calls from other people. Not going to take calls. It's going to be like a twenty-minute thing. We got the, a, a doctor who's going to come on and is prepared to give us the facts about anorexia. This guy is going to is going to come on and is going to try and defend his size zero propaganda and his managed anorexia nonsense. I just wonder, and as a fan of radio, I think it would make a cracking listen. Yeah. I like those kind of things when Five Live do it, when Tommy Boyd used to do it, when there's a brilliant thing, which I heard for the first time on New Year's Eve, of Ian Collins on Talk Sport, and he had this woman on who'd set up, you know Raoul Moat? The, yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd set up a Facebook saying that he was a hero. And Ian Collins had this woman on, and it was just amazing listening. You just could not believe what was coming out of this woman's mouth. So as a fan of radio, I think it would be good. But as a fan of humanity and life and human beings, I don't know if it's the worst thing I could do is letting this bloke come on the air. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. So this is what we've been talking about and... Um, do you think that uh, he believes in what he's spouting or do you think it's a PR stunt? We are having a discussion with the legal team tomorrow. I will answer that question once we've had that discussion because I don't want to say anything that could get us in, in, into trouble or be... Pers- you know, I, I want to... So we're going to chat to the legal team. But we, we're doing it properly. We've spoken to all the bosses. Yeah. Um, we're having a meeting with the legal team. We're going to have a big boss sitting here with us just to make sure that I don't miss anything. If I miss something, then you don't miss anything. If you miss something, there's someone there yeah. to, above us both to catch and say, hang on a minute. So we're covered in every respect that we can be covered. Legally, offcomly, all of these things. But is it the right thing to do? Do you think it's the right right thing? Because you're worried you won't get out of it what you want to get out of it. Like, as in, you want to expose that he is full of vile, useless I, I, rubbish. I think I, I think tomorrow my job will be quite easy, and I won't have to do very much. No, I think he'll. You read talk out a few himself. of those tweets exactly. Mm. You let him. You let him do his talking, and I think that, that I would be surprised if any of our listeners a thought he, what he was saying was funny, and b thought he was making sense. I don't think any of our listeners, even our most stupid, stupid listeners, and I know we have a few, even our most stupid listeners would not think uh, that what he's saying is sensible. So what's the fear then, that you'll give him more promotion? I guess it is, Eloise. I guess it is that, 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 that that's what he wants, and I'm giving it to him. Because he doesn't seem to care. He's got, you know, got 22,000 followers. And, I, and the majority of them don't like him, but that doesn't seem to bother him. So if I give him another 5,000 followers... And even if they hate him, has he won? It sounds so weird thinking that followers equal winning. <laughs> I know, and I'm, but in some people's eyes, that number underneath your Twitter name or that number on your Facebook page is what it's all about, you know. It does seem concerning with me and Ben Jones. <laughs> oh, but where, where are you with Ben Jones? I'm about 50 behind him. Oh, I'm right. always about 50 behind him. Line up, kids. Uh, at <laughs> Eloise, E-L-O-I-S-E underscore C. At Eloise underscore C. If you buy a computer, you've got it on your phone, go and follow her now. She must get more followers than Ben Jones, who's yeah. a disc jockey. Yeah. You're, you're nobody. I know her. You're nobody. <laughs> but I'm quite funny, I think. <laughs> 
Did you, you see were, my joke? You were very funny the other day when, when it was all kicking off on Twitter. It is worth, <laughs> it, I tell you what, it's worth following me, at Ian Lee. You follow the show one as well, but if you follow my personal one, at Ian Lee, and at LOEC, underscore C, because occasionally there's kind of, the, the two go hand in hand, and where I was getting all this abuse, when was this, Saturday night? Yeah. I was getting all of this abuse and kind of retweeting it and sort of defending myself a bit, and Eloise kind of stepped in to be the buffer and was making jokes <laughs> to lighten the mood. <laughs> It was, and so one of the jokes was really funny. Can't think what it was. Was it the one about uh, does uh, something sex have a speed limit? Oh, that was horrible. Oh, I like that oh, one. Oh no, that was very unpleasant. I, very, very unpleasant. Oh, I can't think of any of the others. It's tasteful. So it's worth. It's definitely worth following both of us on the Twitter. And, <laughs> and uh, sometimes that's how we argue. Like we stopped talking to each other for a day, didn't we? On that. Yeah. We did. We did. <laughs> Um, Drew on the uh, emails. I wish to purchase a blue jumper like yours. May I ask where you bought yours? It's a shirt, and it's from Pink. <laughs> Pink's, I think. I, like, I do. I like this shirt because it's got the two buttons on the on the collar. The don't cuff. they normally? No, they don't. They normally have one. I'm really hungry. I'm really thirsty. Do you want to go get us food, and I'll go get us a drink? <laughs> <laughs> but then, what are we going to do with the show? Uh, put on a song. A long song. So listen, this is this is this, that's just something to bear in the back of your mind. This thing may be happening tomorrow, eleven thirty. It's going to be a bit different from what we normally do. It's going to be a lot straighter, uh, but I think it's interesting. But it might not happen. So stick around. I've thought of um, a topic. Oh yeah, go on. So do you remember? I put it out on Twitter actually. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Twitter, yes. Um, when Adamant asked what our first songs were that we ever bought, and I, I asked said, that, I asked "Oh, sorry, you yes. did." I. Didn't, couldn't think of a cool one in time. I know you're going, go on, yes. So I said my real one. Yeah, which was Incy Wincy Teeny. Incy Bitsy yeah. Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. Yeah, yeah. The um, Timmy Mallet version. Yeah, shameful. And I need to think of a cool... You want a cool first song. Yeah, but not an obvious one. Like, people have told me Smells Like Teen Spirit, which is very obvious in my eyes. But I want one that's like... We... Um, okay, we need some facts about you. What year did you buy your first single? Uh, probably quite young, actually. Uh I'm going to say seven. So what year was that? I was born in 83. I can't do the math. 90. 90. So we want something from about 89, between 89 and 91, that e that era. Yeah. Is that a normal age to buy? Yeah, about okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do we want something from that era to be Eloise's first single that she bought. In reality, at that time, I loved George Michael, the oh. Pet Shop Boys. Oh. Aha. Um, and the Rembrandt's Girls. The, Re the Reynolds girls. Reynolds girls, yeah. What am I on about? Reynolds? I'd rather Jack than that Fleetwood Mac. They were good, yeah. the Reynolds girls. I bought that single, but I bought it uh, with my tongue firmly in my cheek. Oh, I loved it. Um, they and Kylie Minogue. But then I later went on to like Nirvana and uh, Blur and Oasis and uh, Stone Roses. Oh, you don't have to justify yourself now. Yeah, no. So I want something that reflects my now, my musical tastes now, <laughs> to mm. prove that I was a cool girl always. <laughs> Oh, God, I remember the Reynolds girls. They look like they look like such ordinary girls. I'd rather Jack than that Fleetwood Mac, of course. And I liked that fuzz box, Pink Sunshine. Yeah, that's a good song, that. Because they all had lipsticks on, uh, attached to their army jackets. Yeah, that was, good. that was a good song, though. I enjoyed that song. OK, 033-0123-1215. We need a, a first record that Eloise could bought. New callers only for the first hour. Now, Kevin Duke on Twitter has raised an interesting point that I've often thought... Um, and uh, I've never quite... You know the, the, the aluminium foil? Did you just fart? No, that was my... Oh, OK. My I was just thrown because I've had an email. Uh, you know the aluminium foil when you cook, like, say, the turkey? Oh, an email. Or, or something. 
Does the shiny bit go on the inside or on the outside? I've always put it on the outside. Why? Because on the roll, the matte side is on the inner. So if it's on the inner, so when you pull it out, that means the, the shiny side is underneath. No, no, no. The matte side is on the inner. So the shiny, and the shiny side, is... side is on the outer. So therefore, I'm going by that rationale. See, what I would do is I would pull it out, shiny side top, use that excellent corrugated little bit of the side, rip yeah. it off. And then, because you're in the rip off position, I would then be turning it over so the matte no, side would no, be on the outside. No, you don't rip it off with two hands, though. You're holding this oh, sort of thing. Oh, you have to. You have hold. to hold down the thing. Yeah, so yeah. it is yeah. the shiny on the top. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen, absolute radio, the station that asks all of the questions. And also, the question I've got, you know underwear? Yeah. What's the point? Apart from looking a little bit sexy... For girls, it holds up their boobs, they don't get saggy. Okay, pants. Um... Pants. What's the point of pants? I know for gentlemen, if you're wearing like khaki coloured trousers, then you need pants on in case you go for a tinkle and you get a little dribble of wee wee, and then, otherwise it stains your trousers. But with jeans, well, you don't need pants. Yeah, that's true because right, my mum she works at a fertility clinic, and they advise their patients not to have tight underwear because it can help with fertility. Can... Well, you can ca- you can get thrush, I think, from having tight pants because yeah. yeast infection, and also yes, it really, you it's need a bit your too tight for your, the, the your, swimmers, your, the swimmers, your, the seamen to uh, float around in your test cycles. Yeah. Oh double three oh what this we really are asking if we really are light and shades today <laughs> tomorrow. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Foil shiny side inside or out. We need a fake first single for Eloise and pants. What's the point? Sometimes I feel like throw my hands up in the air. I know I can count on you. Sometimes I feel like saying Lord I just don't care. But you've got the love I need to see me through Sometimes it seems the Lord is just too old Anything go wrong, no matter what I do Now and then it seems like the life is just too much But you've got the love I need to see me through When food is gone, you are my daily need Oh
listen to a bit more Absolute Radio? I know I do. The Thousand Pound Mixtape. You can win £1,000 a day. To win the cash, just identify the clips of the songs that you can hear on our lovely radio stations. The station you're listening to now is Absolute Radio. Right now at Homebase, we've 50% off all kitchen units when you buy three or more and an extra 15% off when you spend over £300. Plus, get up to two years interest-free credit when you spend over £3,000. Homebase. 0% typical APR. Credit subject to status to UK residents aged 18 or over. Finance arranged by Homebase Limited. Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11. In my eyes, indisposed, in disguises no one knows, has the face lies the snake.
Radio with Eloise. That's her making that bumping noise with her microphone. Uh, Mondays to Thursdays, we're back to the usual time now of 11 o'clock. 11 till 1, Mondays to Thursdays. If you missed last week's show, um, I would suggest you go and get the podcast from either iTunes uh, or from absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash podcast. Especially Thursday show. For some reason... You know, the wind was blowing in the right direction, the stars were in the right place, it, it, it kind of, Thursday show kind of worked, so I would definitely go and, uh, and download that. We're still on the lookout as well for psychics, stroke people who can talk to the dead. I nearly persuaded a witch, Julie Moore, to come on. She's a sexy witch. Oh, I saw that. Sexy witch. To come <laughs> on the, uh, the show, but then she thought I was going to take the pee. Oh. I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. She went, oh, I don't trust you. So she's not coming on. Oh, no. Which is a sexy, though. Imagine imagine having sex with someone while they did a spell. I don't think it works like that. Does it, no, there is a thing, sex magic. You, I read about this. Well, I, when I was at school, I used to be into my like, um, black magic and my Ouija boards and stuff. I tried a Ouija board. Rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I tried I to gonna, move it myself. How's I going to talk to a dead person? <laughs> Mine was made by Waddington's, the toy people. <laughs> but we were, there's a thing called sex magic with a K. And you're, uh, you're supposedly at your most magical just prior to the point of orgasm. So you, what they would do in the olden days is they'd all be at it, rumping away. And just as everyone was about to do the big O, they would... Oh, I can do a spell! And they'd do a spell and cut off a chicken's head and... Surely no one's thinking of that at that point. Well, that's the skill. That's the <laughs> skill to be able to do that, is the thing. <laughs> so we're looking for... If you can talk to the dead, this is an ongoing thing. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen, because uh, we want you to come on the show. Ah, also, uh, can I just do this little? I do need a uh, little bit of help from you to listen. Sorry, a lot of business. We'll get down to the fun stuff in a minute. I promise. But um, this band here, the Curricorder Quartet, that little four-piece folky band that play ukuleles and trombones and trumpets and recorders and stuff, hopefully, are coming to the UK in May. Hopefully. Uh, and they're going to come in the show and stick around for a show and do, like, live beds for us and everything. But I need to find a venue to put them on for two or three nights in London 
So we're looking for a nice little music venue that holds, I don't know, somewhere between 70 and 120 people for two or three nights. May the, the, I think it's like the 20th, 21st, 22nd, something like that off the top of my head. If you can help in any way, and this is genuine, could you send me an email or call in? The email address is ian, I-A-I-N, dot Lee, L-double E at absoluteradio.co.uk. You'd be guaranteed an audience because we would plug the shows like bilio on this station. We'd get them in here. We'd probably even get a little session going upstairs on the third floor. So it, they would get the publicity you'd need. And listen to this. Wouldn't that be fantastic in your venue, huh? So if you can help us with that, I know it's, I'm going to keep mentioning this over the next couple of weeks. They've asked me to find them a gig. I'm not a music promoter, Eloise. Uh-oh. They think because I'm in radio, I like got con- I don't know nothing. Sounds like Stephen Leroy Cook all over again. It does, doesn't it? Except yeah. slightly different. <laughs> 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 so if you can help in any way for putting this, they're four-piece Japanese kind of, you know, folk band, and they play this sort of stuff, they are wonderful. Wonderful. If you've got a venue, uh, email Ian, I-A-I-N, dot Lee, L-double-E, at absoluteradio.co.uk, and I will get back to you, and maybe we'll have a chat. 033-0123-1215, first hour of the show. It's new callers or newer callers only. Jamie's in Bristol. Good evening, Mr Lee. Hello, Jamie. Uh, how are you, sir? I was supposed to be coming to Bristol uh, for a job on Friday. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I was. I, I cancelled my uh, broadband installation because I was coming to Bristol for a job on Friday. My broadband installation has been now been put to the thirty first of January. Oh, and then I found out today the job in Bristol has been cancelled. You should come anyway, sir. I might just blooming well do that as I've got nothing to do that day now. <laughs> what can I do for you, love? I tin foil. Yes. Ah, yes, the shiny side, in or the out. This is because of Kevin Duke on the Twitter wants to know. Well, unfortunately, I think that Mr. Danny Baker has preempted you on this one. He I hate you, Baker! <laughs> Listen, Danny Baker, Jamie, has done everything I've done because <laughs> I nick it all from the candy man. Well, if you're going to nick, nick from the best, I say. Well, apparently... Yeah, I was, I was unaware that he'd done this, by the way. So, go well, on, yes. No, this was, this was, I'm not sure, many many years ago, when I, when I last might listen to him on the radio. Oh, I'm learn him, yes. Um, apparently, it's due to the... It doesn't matter. It's due to the, pr- the pressing process. When you, when it comes out the machine, it's pressed on one side and not the other. So one side is matte and one side... Are is you sure? Because I'm getting emails like this from Fred, right, in Maidenhead. I believe the shiny side goes inside as it's more reflective, and if it's on the outside, it will reflect more heat away from the food that is being cooked. Also, the matte side will absorb more heat and then radiate that into the food. Well, all I know is the Danny Baker show, it was the, the, the definitive answer was, it doesn't matter. Mm. But then again, technology has changed. You never know. <laughs> Are there instructions on the package? Very good point. I've never looked. If anyone, have you got any tin foil there, Jamie? Um, unfortunately, no. I'm, unfortunately, my face can't leave the off where I am. <laughs> Jamie, listen, thank you very much for that. If you've got some tin foil at home now... Go and read the instructions. Go and get it, phone us up, and we'll read the instructions and we'll find out what's what, if that's all right. I'll tell you what the worst thing in the world is. You know when um, cling film has a similar kind of serrated edge? Oh, yeah. When the cling film box breaks and the serrated edge go, d- isn't there... It's happened to it's me. Impos- it is impossible to tear cling film. You can't do it. And the worst thing is mine is a 30-metre roll, so I've no hope of even getting rid of it now. And if, it, or if the cling film wraps itself around the roll, mm. you're screwed. Yeah. You can't do anything with it. Uh, at the moment, no mine's tearing there. in half and going around and around. So when I've got two the, bits on the go. When will the manufacturers of cling film 
uh, and uh, realise the hell they're putting us through. It's good stuff, though. Which is... Okay, you've made yourself a cheese sandwich, mm. okay, in the morning, because mm. you know you're going to be back home late at night and you'll be hungry, but you won't have time... You can't be bothered to make anything. Make yourself a cheese sandwich, a bit of mayonnaise. Mm, nice. You want to keep it fresh, though. Would you put it... You're going to put it in the fridge on a plate. Would you put the aluminium foil, or as they call it in America, aluminium foil? Aluminum. Aluminum. Or would you put the cling film on? Which would you prefer? Well, mm. cling film will keep it uh, fresh because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, airtight. Yes. But foil will keep it cool on transportation. Mm. Foil will keep it airtight as well if you if you wrap it around properly. No, it's never properly airtight. Oh, if you do... Oh, you've not seen my mum do foil. Then. Oh, my mum can wrap anything airtight in foil. How can you prove that it's airtight? I have, will take it to a laboratory. <laughs> I'll see what I'm tempted to get. This is, I'm so old now. Have you seen you can get these things, right? You know, like, you get girls, girls, not boys, girls have summer clothes, right? Summer mm-hmm. clothes and winter clothes. And my wife does this. In the winter, her summer clothes go in the attic, I, and in the, 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 the summer, it goes the other way around, OK? Do you not do that? Uh, I used to when I didn't have all my wardrobe in London. OK, there you go, you see. So, but I don't now. OK, but if you, if, you, if you could, you would do that. If you had, like, if you had the, the ability. No, because no, it's an not? effort. No, I'd like yeah. it all out. I, what I really like is a massive wardrobe, yeah. walk-in wardrobe, and I'd have everything out all the time. Some people have a room that's a wardrobe. Yeah, I want that. That's my aim in life. But anyway, you get, so she, my wife, she does, she puts her winter, we've got a load of summer clothes up in the attic. and uh, Some of mine double up as well. Very clever, mm. as they should do. Yes, they should do. <laughs> but you can get these things. I think you get from Argos, right? Well, you put them in plastic bags. Vac packs. The vac packs. And it makes it from, like, this size to, like, a quarter of the size. They're amazing. And dustproof. A dustproof. Moth-proof. It sounds incredible. It's everything. Pr- it's not recession-proof. But apart mm. from that, that's amazing. And I bet it looks, like, fun. Could you put your hand in it and, like, vacuum pack your hand? No. Oh. There's no air. Robert Parrish is on the line. Ever vacuum-packed anything, Robert Parrish? Oh, I've vacuum-packed clothes. Have you really? Yeah. Ooh. Have you ever done that thing where you put a crisp packet in the oven and it shrinks? Shrink, shrink, yeah, like, like Shrinky Dinks. What? You, no. don't, you, don't, you don't know Shrinky Dinks? No. Shrinky Dinks are awesome, right? Yeah, I remember I had some at my nan's once and they were Tom and Jerry and they were like plastic things and you put them in the oven and they shrunk but we overcooked them so they were tiny oh. and they bent. They like, but yes, you could do it with crisp packets. Yeah, I used to want to make a necklace of them of shrunken crisp packets. Shrunken crisp packets. You could go and sell it at Camden Market. But, uh, but I don't yes. think there's any crisps that do it anymore. I want to find out what crisp packets do and I'm going to make what? one. Camden Market, they would sell like hot cakes. Or hot, like weird curries that they have there. Robert Parrish! Hello. You're on the air! Yes. You're living the dream, my friend. And it's nice. I'm sure it is. <laughs> That's creepy. Um, I want to talk about Kenneth. Okay. Because you said that uh, you were scared about giving him more vis- uh, followers. Yes. And publicising Size Zero. Well, publis- yeah, well publicising him and his argument about Size Zero, yes. But you have to think of it that he... When you t- bring him on and you sort of show how horrible his argument is yeah. it will promote or sort of make size zero bad so that would be a loss for him I, I, I think you're right I, I, I think you're right in, in my moments of clarity I think that, I think that you're right Robert Parrish but 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 but, but someone is just texting in and I don't, it's a text that I don't agree with um, uh, where is he um uh, if you, I can't, I can't find the tweet. The text basically saying that if if one person listens to that and misunderstands it, 
then I've lost. So it's a, it's a lot of responsibility, Robert Parrish, for me to uh, argue it well. It's a big thing to try and do. And if I get it wrong, a lot of people are going to be upset. But it's not that hard to get wrong, really. Hopefully not. Robert, thank you. Good first call. Oh, double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. New callers until midnight, I think. We're going to try. It's a regular thing. Get some new people calling in. Maybe you've only called in a few times. Two or three times, you can come back on. Tim Foyle and Pants is the Beatles.
This is Absolute Radio. Oh, uh, Absolute Radio. The £1,000 mixtape. You can win £1,000 a day. To win the cash, just identify the clips of the songs that you can hear on our lovely radio stations. The station you're listening to now is Absolute Radio. Playing the best of the last decade. Absolute Radio Nauties. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sounds like this. Absolute Radio Nautics. On DAB Digital Radio in London, on iPhone and Android apps, and at absoluteradionautics.co.uk. After 300 metres, you have reached your destination. Oh, you love your Tom Tom Satnav. There it is, clinging to your windscreen like some chatty tree frog. You'd be lost without it. If only it was more built in. No more messy wires. No more, did I remember to put it in the glove box? Well, in a Renault Clio or Megane Dynamic TomTom, it is built in, just like the MP3 and Bluetooth connectivity and the cruise control. To locate one, visit your nearest dealer or renault.co.uk. A chip on your windscreen needn't be a hassle when you call Autoglass directly. We'll come to wherever you are at the most convenient time for you to do the repair. And if you fully comp, it's usually free and won't affect your no-claims bonus. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234234 or visit autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair, Autoglass replace. Uh, Ian Lee on Absolute Radio.
other's lives You're not as precious as you can try Naked Ladies was vaguely appropriate there. We don't do that very often, do we? But sometimes uh, we make magic happen here uh, on the Inley Show on Absolute Radio. First hour of the show tonight, uh, new call is only 0330 Uh We're asking uh, aluminium foil. Shiny on the outside or the inside? I've, got, I've genuinely got no idea. Uh, pants, what's the point of them, really? Unless you're a gentleman wearing light-coloured trousers... They don't do... When you do... I I will ask this question, and I will ask it delicately, because we've all been there gentlemen. I don't think this affects ladies because of the way your things work. But we've all done that thing where we've gone to the loo and got a little bit of tinkle on our trousers, you know. And some trousers, it shows them up. I've got a great pair of green trousers. Like Green, don't worry, it works. Like combats. But I always get a little bit of of dribble on them. And the thing is, what do you do, gentlemen... To do, do you do one of the things you can do is you can put a load of water on your groin from like the sink, and then it looks like the tap just kind of exploded. Ah, oh, the tap kind of. Expo- <laughs> I've done that before now. So you're covered. Ah, oh, the tap kind. Of- or you can try and uh, put your groin under the the blower, the hot air blower. But that does mean you're in a public toilet, sort of lifting up. <laughs> and also, you'll still have a stain because like yeah. it's not water. So. What do you do, gentlemen, when that situation arises and it affects... It doesn't affect ladies, does it, Eloise? Surely you just wipe yourself. Oh, no, you can't do that, because it'd be there for ages. You can't walk out into, back into a restaurant and everyone go... You just wait, no, no wipe the end of your pee-pee. We don't wipe, we don't wipe, we shake. Yeah, but why don't you, then? I was so amazed when I found out, only recently, like, since I've been married, the girls wipe after a pee-pee. What? What? <laughs> I only just found... What? And there are blokes at home going... <laughs> Turn the radio up. He said, what? <laughs> no, this they're not. They I, wanna hear, I want someone to ring up who has never heard that until then. They're too embarrassed. They are too embarrassed. No, because they can hide beh- behind a veil. Of toilet paper. Okay, you get line one and we'll see. If you're a gentleman and you did not know, honestly, that when women go for pee-pee, they wipe. I know, I only found this out recently, like in the last two years. What? That's weird, isn't it? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Let's go to Jacob. Hello, Jacob. Hi, Ian. Hi, Jacob. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. We're getting there. We're getting there. Awesome. Um, anyway, uh, I was listening to the podcast from last Monday, and oh, you yeah. were saying how you'd like to go paintballing. I would like to go paintballing. Yes. Well, I got I got tickets for, to go paintballing for my 
birthday. I was oh, wondering yeah. if you wanted to come with me. That's very kind of you, but no. Oh. I make it a rule never to go anywhere with listeners where there are high-velocity weapons. Oh, okay. Just, just in case, Jacob, that person wants to kill me. Thank you, But thank you for the offer. That's fine. Um, aluminium foil. Yes. If you want to keep it cool, then you put the um, dull side on the outside and the shiny side on the inside. If you want to keep it warm, then you put the mm. dull side on the inside and shiny side on the outside. Jacob, thank you for that. I'm going to go to um, Daniel because Daniel claims to have some aluminium foil with instructions with him. Thank you, Jacob. Daniel, are you there? Hello, Ian. Hello, Daniel. I've got a I do. I do love... Can I just say, I do love the gentle lilt of the Aberdeen accent. Uh, it's not an Aberdeen accent, it's an Orkney accent. Oh, hello, excuse me, the old man of Hoy. Yes, yes. Yeah, OK. Mm. I see, I know my rocks. I'm the young boy from Kirkwall. Uh, is, is that another rock? No, Kirkwall's the main town in Oh, Orkney. OK. That's, that's just your nickname. OK, yeah. so you've got some foil there. I've got four. I've got an antique Safeway, a bake of foil, a spar, <laughs> and a Sainsbury's. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. There are people at home going, um, when's Ben Jones coming back on? Uh, why Why have you got four, Daniel? Because um, uh, I used to be a chef, oh. and I got a tinfoil fetish. Oh, OK. There must be some people as well. Have you ever bitten on tinfoil? Oh, yeah, it's that kind of battery effect. Oh, it's it? the worst, worst thing you can do, isn't it? Mm. Awful. Um, there must be people at home who can only achieve the climax by having bits of their body wrapped in, in um, aluminium foil. Maybe. There must be. There, if I'm you can not think one of, of them, but... If you can think of it, then people get turned on by it. That's, that's my philosophy in life. Uh, well, you're Maybe. obviously broad-minded, Ian. Listen, I'll try anything once, Daniel. Anything. Uh, anything. Okay. Apart from uh, normal sex with a lady. <laughs> I'm joking. Right, so go on. L l have any of them got instructions on? They've all got instructions. Yes! People and laughed at me! I've got a definitive answer for you from Sainsbury's. OK, go on, let's have the Sainsbury's. What, you want the definitive first? Oh, OK, well, let's end with... Let, let's build up to the definitive then. Okay. Let's start, Well, let's hear the Baco foil. The Baco foil. This is Baco foil classic, 10 metres. <laughs> <laughs> You're loving it. Okay, loving the it. warnings. Do not allow foil to come into direct contact with a naked flame. No, that would happen. you wouldn't do that. That's foolish. No. Uh, general information. Salt and acidic food may occasionally attack foil, causing holes and discoloration. Yeah, yeah. To prevent this, lightly cold foil is cooking oil prior to cooking. Oh. To avoid the spreading of bacteria, never reuse foil. Hang on, what? What? So never use one of the instructions is never, never use foil. Use foil to, to to prevent spread of bacteria. I'll never reuse. Yeah. Okay. I would. That's my funny accent, Ian. That was right. Sorry. Yes. I can't help it. No, I'm that's sorry. all right. Don't worry. Allow cooked food to cool completely before wrapping. Store in a fridge or freezer. Storing food in metal containers covered with foil is not advisable. Shall we do spar? <laughs> Can I just say, um, Daniel, we're, we're co at the moment we're, we're collecting together the best bits of the last year to be sent off to the Sony Awards okay. um, to where well, they'll be reviewed and, and submitted and hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, we might get a Sony bronze. Marvel. I think, Daniel, with that, what you've just done there, you've guaranteed us a Sony silver, my friend. Lovely. You have guaranteed. Move on to the next one. OK, here's the spar. Directions for use. Allows food to stay hygienic and fresh. Keeps in the moisture, flavour and flavour and juices. Keeps food warm. Helps prevent freezer burn to fish, poultry and meat. Wrapping flans, cakes and pastries and other delicate foods. Okay. 
That's boring. Has to do any of them tell us about the shiny side and the matte no, side? No, they don't. They're crap. Bloody hell, it's one. Uh, okay, here's a safe way. Yeah, go. Uh, for cooking and roasting, foil may be used as a complete wrap, allowing food to cook in its own juice. There's simply cover for food when roasting, tin or oven-proof dish for storing, keeping out odours. But here's the answer for you, Ian. Yes. I've, uh, I've got it right here. Yeah. Sainsbury's Extra Strong Kitchen Foils yeah. made from aluminium. Yes! Either side of foil can be used. Oh! Can I say, Daniel, I did like the way that when you started reading those foils, you changed from being an energetic young Scotch lad mm. to being like a 65-year-old um, pervert, recounting your conquests. And then in the 70s, I made right, love got, to many, many beautiful I've ladies. i two more things for you, Ian. Go on. Um, about your peeing problem. Well, it's not a problem. But okay, about your peeing issue. Yeah, thank you. Okay, uh, why don't you just uh, sit down in the toilet? I, as I get older, I do that more and more often. I do that at night time, definitely. Okay, and about Kenneth Tong. Yep. Um, I've been following your raging debate on Twitter. Yep. And I think what it boils down to is that Kenneth Tong's a sort of aging, failed actor who's seeking notoriety. Hmm. And um, I think he just wants the oxygen of publicity. Hmm. And I, I think what you need to do is uh, invite him on the show and snuff out his uh, little flame. By being cleverer and quicker than him? Yeah, you've got to mm. be quick-witted. I mean, he's just... If he's serious, he's making money by evil means. Mm. Well, well, see, well see, Daniel, listen, thank you very much for that. We'll see. Um, we'll see. I don't think he's making any money yet, is the thing. We'll I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to talk to my wife about it tomorrow and... Um, I might even not talk to Paul Garner about it tomorrow. See, see what he thinks. But um, I'll be seeing him tomorrow morning. Um, we'll see. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. You don't want that.
needed you Oi, you're listening to Absolute Radio <laughs> The Thousand Pound Mixtape You can win one thousand pounds a day To win the cash, just identify the clips of the songs that you can hear on our lovely radio stations Right, the FA Cup draw's done. So, the Taylor family, what's it mean for them? Well, the gaffer, she must be chuffed. And you know why? She's won it with kids. And don't forget the husband. He's lost a yard or two. Yes, I know that, but he'll just be glad to be there. The boy James will be over the moon too. Play Eon's FA Cup Energy Fit game and you could win four tickets to the next round of the FA Cup. It's all part of our Energy Fit initiative to help families save energy and money. And the little one, Jenny. Ah, the FA Cup. It's just a great place to make your debut. To play, go to eonenergyfit.com forward slash FA Cup. Helping you get Energy Fit. We're on it. Eon customers have even more chances to win. Terms and conditions apply. Auto glass repair. Auto glass replace. John, 30. Technician for Autoglass. With VAT going up, a customer at Autoglass was watching his finances and putting money aside. But he'd ignored that chip on his windscreen, which is never wise. Because one morning, crack. He called Autoglass directly, and I went out and replaced the screen. But he had to pay his expensive insurance excess. All that money he'd saved had to go towards paying it off. Last thing he needed. And it could have been easily avoided with one call to Autoglass when he first saw the chip. I would have gone to wherever was convenient and repaired it instead. A repair by Autoglass is usually free if you're fully comp, and it doesn't affect your no-claims bonus. Your insurer covers it. And as most recommend us, you don't need to speak to them at all. Call Autoglass directly and we'll sort everything for you. With the cost of living going up, you'd be daft not to take advantage of something that's usually free. Save time and money. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234234 or book online at autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair. Autoglass replace. Ian Lee. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Uh, Eloise is here. I love doing, going back to doing two-hour shows. I know, it's so much easier. Oh, man. <laughs> it's got, while, while part of me thinks I would love to do a three-hour show, and I do think that starting at 10 o'clock makes much more 10 sense. 10 to 12. Two hours are wonderful, aren't they? Oh, oh 10 to 12, 10 to 12, would, 12 be would be the dream. <laughs> so, if I can um, find us a sewer, are you up for coming down it with me? Are you up for coming down it? It's good, that. No. Why? I don't want to come after work. I'll go Sorry. during work. You don't want to what? I don't want to come to the sewer. Oh. After work. Why? Because I work the longest hours ever. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, it, regardless of what day it's on, it doesn't matter because I still wake up at the same time you every day. You don't work Fridays, but yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I still wake up at the same time okay. every day, though. Okay. My body's got a built-in alarm clock. Oh, okay. you just phased me. No, no, it's just peaking a little bit. So, so. so, but going down a sewer. Imagine we finish the show Thursday night and we go, right, come on, let's, let's get our cab and we're going to go down a sewer for an hour. It'll be awesome. It would be awesome. No. I'm going to try and arrange it. Uh, Can you hear me? We've got Bill Bailey on the line. Hello. Bill Bailey just here earlier. It's what? Bill Bailey, I'm here. Hello, Hello Bill. There. How you doing, mate? You all right? That's the worst Bill Bailey impression I've ever heard. I'm not being Bill Bailey tonight, OK? You know what? I'm not being Bill Bailey tonight, OK? Well, who's this, then? This is Bill Bailey's son. Okay. 
How are you? Yeah, I'm great. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Eloise, you said, he was, you said he was quite convincing when he was on the line. <laughs> he he had a better story? line as well. Yeah. What, what's this? I know. Sorry, I, I apologise. The line's very um, difficult. I'm in Rio, OK? You know, I'm bloody Rio. OK. Why are you in Rio? Oh, what news from London? Um, not, not, you know, I've not seen any of the news today, actually. Are you a bit confused now? I'm a little bit confused, yeah. Oh, okay. So who is this? Right. What, what do we need to do then? Who is this? Bill Bailey. Hello. Okay, but why don't you sound like Bill Bailey? I can do. Go on then. Hello, I'm Bill Bailey. <laughs> do a song about Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Me, 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 me. Doctor Who, This sounds like a cross yeah, between. Yeah, this sounds more like um, Eddie Izzard. Oh, okay. Is this Eddie Izzard pretending to be Bill Bailey? That. No, no, I am Bill Bailey's son. Bill Bailey's son. Love yes, I am. So you're not the comedian Bill Bailey? Oh no, I didn't say that. You're the son of a man called Bill Bailey. <laughs> Why were you doing your voice then? Doing I'll do my Bill Bailey voice then. Hello, I'm Bill uh, Bailey. I'm Bill Bailey. Okay. What do you yeah, want? I am Bill Bailey. What do you want? Because I'm very, very close to pressing the Manic Street Preachers button and I only press that in extreme emergencies or cases of boredom. Okay. Louise, you thought it was genuinely Bill Bailey. <laughs> it's just some bloke who said the words Bill Bailey. That's all <laughs> she comes, she comes on the intercom. Ian, Bill Bailey's on the line. I, I said, didn't. I said, I bet it's not. She goes, oh, it does say it sounds like him. You did say that. I didn't. I said it sounds like him, but I didn't say it was him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben, Jay, John, and Simon will be with you shortly. Oh, double three, oh one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Speak to those people and possibly you after the Manic Street Preachers.
find out how to... I don't like new Twitter either. New Twitter's evil. Old Twitter's fun. Old Twitter won't be around for much longer. Why Why do they do that to us? Mm. I, Twitter! I'm tempted to boycott you. Jeez, I've got 23,295 followers. I'm sticking around. <laughs> Ben's in London. Good evening, Ben. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Eloise. How are you guys doing? Hello. Wow, you've got some kind of smooth voice and a smooth way with words, young man. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like your style. What can I do for you, Ben? Pants. Pick your pardon? <laughs> oh, the topic that we talked about. What's the point of pants, really? One word for you. Yes. Chafing. Uh, Especially with mm, Yes, good point. Uh, y- yes, okay, I, I can get. I see your point there. And also, the old chap it, caught in the zip. Yeah, that's besides the point, but yeah, that too. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of see that. It's a weird evolution of clothing, though. That uh, suddenly, you know, uh, the, the, we need pants, and if we don't have pants, we feel a little bit unnatural and uh, unnormal and perverted. Some people, and if you're, you're one of these people, never wear pants, Ben. <laughs> Constant. I'm not. I'm not just, not just talking about commandos. Do commando? Do commandos not wear pants? Interesting question. It is an interesting... If you're a commando, 033 let's find out the, the, the truth behind the rumour that's sweeping across Afghanistan and Iraq at the moment. Uh, but if you're also, if you're one of these people, men or women, that don't wear pants, let us know. Now, obviously women have to wear them when they're wearing skirts, don't they? Well, I suppose it's the type of woman you're talking to, really. Uh, exactly. The kind of woman I read in the letters page in Escort doesn't. But that I'd never come across, pardon the uh, pun, uh, those kind of women before. Uh, do you know anything about Tim Fogg, uh, Ben? Uh, I do. I did an experiment on it in physics class in year eight or year nine. Yeah. Apparently, if you cook something at 200 degrees in an oven... Yes. ...and you have it, uh, have the tin foil with the shiny side out... Yeah. Um, ...it's about two degrees hotter Ooh. than if you have it inside. Right. So there's a tiny, tiny, tiny difference, but it's so minute that it's not worth even mentioning on any package. I, so I, I guess, though, if you went up to, like, the d- temperatures of maybe 5,000 degrees, the, would it still be, like, 2 degrees, or would it have multiplied? Well, the thing is, you can't go up to 5,000 because it would burn. Wow, aluminium... But I suppose at the hottest degree... Yeah. At the hottest temperature it can get to, yeah. then there may be... I, I think the point is it's about 1% difference. Okay. Okay, well, that's, 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 that's uh, interesting. Physics is, physics is the fun science, isn't it? Ah, uh, no, chemistry. You can blow stuff up. No! Did you, ever blow th- did you ever blow anything up in your lab at school? No, but I did once get suspenders for melting down a pipette and smoking out the entire building. Well, see, that's kind of cool. But <laughs> physics is... Biology, I think we both agree, Ben, is dead boring. Oh, yeah, most of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, look, apart from the, the mucky bit, it's just looking at pictures of, like, rabbits and stuff. Chemistry, yeah, I can kind of see a bit of that, but physics is where it's at, man. Motion, movement, stuff like that. Wicked. <laughs> thermodynamics. Third bit of thermodynamics, uh, Newtons, and stuff like that that I can't remember. Anything else, Ben? Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about this Kenneth bloke. Yeah, go on. Um, there are two things I want to remind you of. Yes. Uh, one, and it's a point that you've raised on your show before. Yes. People are stupid. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And uh, th- there's a phrase I heard from a friend of mine, and that was, never underestimate the number of stupid people in the world, and never underestimate how stupid they are. Mm. So you're saying that your, your listeners aren't 
too stupid as to not see through him. Mm. Um, I listen to your show, and far be it for me to judge your listeners, but some of them are right. Well, idiots. You know where I'm going with that. They're one. idiots. Yeah, exactly. The thing, um, the uh, thing, uh, Ben, I, I totally take on board, and this is this is cross my mind. And for those uh, for those of you who think I've made, I'm making a flippant decision about this to get ratings. I'm oh, not. No, not at all. No, not I'm, not, I'm not accusing you of that at all. But I think some people have been on Twitter, and uh, I, I'm doing it. Yes, I think it will make good radio. I'm doing it because I think evil should be exposed. I'm not necessarily doing it. We might get more people listening. That's not never really been my thing. But Ben, I think his arguments and his statements are so ludicrous. Um, look, here you go. Look. My tweet, this is one of his tweets. My tweets must make fat people suicidal. Truthfully, I should be your inspiration, but we all know plus sizes can't think straight. Now, that's so much of an exaggerated nonsense that even my most stupid listeners... exaggerated on purpose. The problem is, if he's a really, really smart, evil person... Yeah. Let's, let's be careful. I, I'm just going to say, because we're, we're kind of treading around, let's be careful with the use of the word evil at the moment while he's not here. That's, you know, I apologise for that's, 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 that's quite all right. I appreciate that. I just think we have to be very careful around this whole thing. So let's 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 not say evil, and I'm sure he's not. Let's what about just, the word deviant? Let's just say manipulative, perhaps, because he was Fine. manipulating okay. an environment. He might, therefore, just tweet whatever he wants. But when he gets onto your radio show, he could use fake science, such as it's healthier to be thin, mm. thin which is technically mm. true. Mm. And um, that if you strongly diet, but are oh, not anorexic, mm. because obviously they're different, mm. then it can be very healthy. And there mm. are people who are exceptionally thin and quite healthy. Mm. And if he gets onto that and he raises those certain points, and you, you, you could end up basically getting out of him that he talks rubbish on Twitter but his point still stands. And that is something that could be really... Well, then, I think the case then, and bear in mind, we are going to have a doctor on the line as well uh, with us, but uh, uh, the the thing would be then to to draw him back to to each individual tweet and get him to justify what he said from the tweet and not allow him to deviate from that. Yes, he may give us a slightly different script um, when he comes on the air, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that the the crime here is uh, these... um, are these the tweets? tweets yeah, and I think it would be it would be churlish of me to allow those, you know, to not to, to kind of be forgotten about a little bit in the discussion. Well, it seems you've covered every angle, and if you're, um, what's the word, happy with the way you you can see it, yeah, then go for it, mate. Ben, I appreciate what you're saying. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, yes, I, yes. I mean, I, I have done research and everything on this. So uh, let's just say, of course, not evil. I think that would be unfair to, to make accusations like that at this stage um, without having uh, the chap in the, uh, on the show, which he will be on the show tomorrow at 11.30, as far as we know. Um, so let's say, let's just see what, 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 what happens. A, whether it goes ahead. He may pull out. I may decide it's not the, the, the best decision I've ever made to have him on the show but all the people sending me abuse on Twitter that ain't gonna that ain't gonna be what stops me okay that, so don't and a lot of people criticising me saying I'm endorsing what he's saying and these are coming from people who've never even heard the show before so uh, it's a tough one isn't it it's a tough one when you're faced with the decision as to whether to try and genuinely achieve something positive and do something good by um, uh, questioning dangerous tweets like that. And on the other hand, are you giving publicity to someone and who just wants publicity and therefore they win? It's a tough one, isn't it? This next song's rather apt. I've been in this town so long and back in the 
already with the VAT rise. Uh, 2.5% went on at Monday midnight. And um, I've been trying to think of a way around it. And I've decided that I am only going to dress in children's clothes from now on. <laughs> because there's no VAT on children's clothes. That's a brilliant idea. Jeff Lloyd's Time Show, this afternoon from 5. With Cobra. Love curry, love Cobra. Please drink responsibly. Absolute Radio. Something big is happening. Introducing ProPoints, new at Weight Watchers. It's our biggest innovation for 15 years and a whole new way to lose weight that'll leave you looking and feeling wow. This time, decide to lose weight for the last time. Come to a meeting now and join for free. Find your nearest at weightwatchers.co.uk. What are you waiting for? Weekly meeting fee applies. Offer ends 16th of April 2011. Excludes Northern Ireland. Text to 81215 costs 50p plus your standard network rate. You can send us a postcard instead, but then the postman might see what you've written. Mm. Absolute Radio. Yeah. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio.
Is that Finland is here? Yeah, that's Finland over here. Hold on. Don't worry, I haven't got a clue either. Yeah, what about those underpants? What about those underpants, huh? Uh, those underpants are needed, man. When it's minus 10, you're gonna freeze down there otherwise. Minum nemeni on Ian Lee. Mitten many? Hello? Hello. Minum nimeni on Ian Lee. Mitten many? Many tosi huvin. And now he speaks Finnish. Wonderful. Olet suorassa lahet kiesa absolut radiosa. Aha, kiitos. Kiitos paljon. Tosi hyvä. Tioksut vamasti hivalte antisitko minule halin? Okay, I guess this is AbsoluteRadio.fi. Suosiki James Bondini on Roger Moore veka se usi mies omios ihan hiva. Kuka on sinun suosiki bondisi? James Bond. I am fond of... Kuka on situn suosiki bondisi? You got to wait. I got to ask my other colleague about this one. Okay. Kuka on sinun suosiki bondisi? He says Sean Connery. Ha 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 
Mister Voin Osta Lehmann Jota Voin Lipsa. Lehmann. Buying a cow? Uh, no, no, we don't sell cows. It's illegal to buy a cow if you don't have a farm in here. Ah, oh, Finland, I love you! Oh, yeah, yeah, we love you guys at Absolute. You fill up the lonely, long night oh. here. Sarah's wonderful. We love Sarah. She's the best. Sarah? Oh, yes, your colleagues, the best DJ on earth. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. What about me, you muppet? Okay, okay, we'll give you some credit. You got a good show. Do you know the, do you know the Finland song? Oh, oh, don't do that one. Not the... Oh, was that the British one? The British edition of... What, what, multi... That one that Conan O'Brien loves a lot. Finland, Finland, Finland. Yep. That's the, one. the country where I want to be Pony trekking or camping or just watching TV. Finland, Finland, Finland. It's the country for me. You're so near to Russia. So far from Japan. Wait. Finland's put the phone down. Finland! Wow, we caused him to hang up there. Well, it's good to know the Finnish uh, translations work. Thank you. Who sent those in? Let's give them credit where credit's due. Uti Lundal! Thank you. Let's go to uh, Jay, who's in Welling. Hello, Jay. Hello, Ian. It turns out that's that's how you get a Finnish person to put the phone down. You play them this song. (laughs) They they hang up immediately. Jay, you're a chef, are you? Yeah, I've been... I've, well, I say I've been doing it for 25 years. I don't do it anymore. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a driver for the online supermarket chain now. Um, we, hang on a minute. You're the second chef that used to be a chef and is a chef no longer. What's happening in the world of chefing? Cooking? Cooking? Oh, it's an absolute mugs game, mate. It's an absolute mugs game. Why? Uh, well, long hours, yeah. eight hours on your feet Dealing every with day, food. rooms with no windows. Kitchens. Uh, you know... Very do, hot temperatures. Do that, ovens. Are there people like Gordon Ramsay? Is the head chef always like Gordon Ramsay in effing and jeffing? Uh, yeah, there is a lot of it about. Um, um, that's one of the reasons why I gave it up, to be honest. Yeah. It just made me ill in the end, you yeah. know. It's, it's, it's no fun making yourself like ill every day, you know, and shouting and screaming at everybody. I don't like doing it. Oh, hang know? on a minute. You were the one doing the shouting and the screaming? Oh, I have been, yeah. Oh, Jay. <laughs> Jay, you disappoint me. I thought you were a sensitive, poetic soul, but you're a bully. I, I am a, a sensitive, poetic soul. That's why I gave it up. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Well, well, but but, do you um, are you you still cooking stuff at home? Uh, occasionally I do. It have you when, when I'm at home? Have you still got um, the knives? You still got your knives? Oh yeah, I've still got several hundred knives. Chefs uh, love knives. Why, why can't you just get? I was listening to Radio Four, right? And in in India, they're talking about gadgets in the kitchen on this Radio Four program. Yeah. And in India, or maybe it was China, somewhere, all they have is one knife. So all they have is one knife, and it does everything. Why do you need yeah. so many knives, Jay? I, well, I've got so many knives, but like you say, when I was working in the kitchen, I only ever used to use sort of like two or three of them. You know, one big one, one little one, and one medium-sized well, one. Did, um, you, did you go for the steel or the porcelain? Uh, steel. There we go. Always steel, the classic, yeah. the classic steel, the classic steel. Yeah, the well, porcelain is far too expensive. Yeah, they're a fortune, but they're good. They're good cuts, though, aren't they? 
Uh, yeah, they're, they're good, but you know, I mean, uh, they're far too expensive, and that that sort of thing just tends to go missing in in, uh, in a working environment. Can I know? say I am now <laughs> completely out of um, chef-based conversation? That's all right, no worries. Um, I found you up to tell you about the uh, the tin foil thing. Yes, go on, go on. Um, regardless of what any instructions say, yeah. Um, the tinfoil always goes shiny side against the food. Shiny side in, matte side shiny, out. Matte side out. And Why? The physics behind this yes. is um, is that we all know that heat travels in straight lines because yeah. we're all like you know super brainy physicists. Yes, of course. And it is reflected yeah. by the mirrored surface back out to where it came. Right. Uh, whereas uh. a dull side will absorb the heat. Oh. The dull side will absorb the heat of the oven, and yes. the shiny side inside will reflect the heat back inwards towards the food. Now, is this true, or is this an old wives' tale? No, 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 this is true. You can actually prove this by, say, getting a jacket potato... Ooh, I love a jacket potato wrap, now. ...wrap one with shiny side in, yeah. and wrap one with shiny side out, yeah. and the one with shiny side in will always cook before the one that's Ain't wrapped it? shiny side Do out. Do you wrap your jacket potatoes in tin foil when you cook them? Yeah, you just yeah. put just put just put it a few times with the fork and just put it in the oven for an hour and a half. You put it in the foil and it will cook quicker. Ah, this is you're about to save my life because whenever yeah. I get hungry, right, and I think, oh, do you want a jacket potato? By the time I'm hungry, it's too late because that's an hour and a half. As long How- as you put the silver side in, yeah, it will re- it will keep the heat in. You know, the ah. heat will get into the. the How foil, long will it take to it- cook in silver foil? Uh, well, it depends on size, really. Um, you can do it in an hour. So the one, the, the one, the size less than an hour. I've done it in. I've done it in forty minutes in a convection oven. And you, uh, we, we'd agree, wouldn't we, that doing a, a jack of potato in a microwave is a mugs game, isn't it? It is the most awful way to horrible. cook a jack of potato Absolutely in the world. Bloody horrible! Because the underneath goes all like hard, and it, oh, a terrible way. They of doing just go it. like rubbery, don't they? They don't get that nice crispy little skin. But if you put the tin foil on, you'll get the nice. Jay, we skin. should meet up one night and have a jack of potato party. Because on a good night, I can put three of those <laughs> things away. And I like, really? what do you like? Because I like, I like, um, they've always got to have a lot of butter in it. Always got to have a lot of butter. Yeah. Uh, I like a bit of cheese, grated cheese. Yeah. I like a bit of mayonnaise in, cheese and mayonnaise in one. Yeah, I must admit, I'm not a great jacket potato fan, but they're oh, nice and easy shut to up, share. you're a mug. Because uh, <laughs> they just go in the oven and come out again, don't they? <laughs> I like hummus in one. Uh-huh. Bait- I'm not so keen on that either. I think that's like I've horse gone- food, really. Uh- you call yourself a chef and you're saying hummus inside a jack potato with a horse fur. I'm right off you. Oh. Baked beans? Baked beans in, in a jack potato. Come on. Classic. Classic. That's a, classic. Baked beans and cheese. Yes, that classic. Well, then in that case, Jay, if we ever meet yeah. up, God damn it, I'm cooking you <laughs> baked beans, uh, a cheese in a jack potato the way mum used to make it. Lovely. Jay, nice Lovely. to talk to you, mate. Take care. And you, take care. Cheers, fella, there we go. What a nice chat, what a nice chef. He's wrong about the fillings of jack potato. Hummus in a jack potato. Ooh. Lovely bit of hummus in a jacket potato. Oh, sorry. I, I'm finding out more and more uh, from people that a lot of you racists don't like hummus. You don't like it. Hummus on toast, beautiful. Hummus in a jacket potato, beautiful. Chips and hummus, oh, come on. Sweet. That is what it's all about. Seriously. Living the dream there. Do you not like? Do you not like hummus? Are you not a fan of it? I think it's wonderful. The stuff you get in the shops is nice. You buy a posh one, don't buy the cheap stuff. But the stuff homemade. Oh, John, be with you in a few minutes. Going to go to Simon in Swansea first. Hello, Simon. Hi, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Mm, good, good. good. Mm. What do you like having in your jacket potato? 
Uh, well, I had a jack potato for lunch today. I like prawn and uh, mayo. I've never had a prawn in my life. I mean, never. Never. I'm vegetarian now, so it's unlikely I'm going to have one. But no, I've never, I've never had a, a prawn. Horrible. No, hummus, horrible. Hum, hummus in a jack potato is minging. Shut up, Simon. Come here and oh, say that. No, it is foul. Foul. And this the coming from a, of it. this coming from a pervert who eats prawns in a jacket potato, fish in a potato, in in a potato, in mayonnaise. Oh, jeez! Have you got no the shame? You are well. you are sick, Simon. You make me want to eat my fingers. Anyway, let's not fall out over that. What can I do for you? No. Well, I, I was listening earlier, and you were talking about when you uh, had a little accident in your. Uh, you wee-weed in your pants. Well, no, you know, you're not wee-weed in your pants, but you've done everything. You've shook, you put it back in your pants, and then a few drops mm-hmm. hit the trouser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me twice. Once yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I came out of a meeting today in work, oh. and I was in a cream suit, and as I, um, a little splash, oh. the, the, usually what I do yes. is try and cover it up with... with it's, a, it's, a, it's a normal, everyday thing yeah. uh, in the land of Simon. I cover it up with one of my arms. So I yeah. Can, you know, like, put my hand. You like, can't like put your hand swagger. over your penis, though. No, but li- to the to, to the side a bit, just a little yeah. swagger. Sometimes I but carry we... I carry a bag in front of me. That yes, you reminded me of that. But I wouldn't put my hand. I wouldn't put my hand over it. No. No. Well, no. T- 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 discreet. Not make okay. it too okay. obvious that you're. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I've broken my elbow, so <laughs> I'm in plaster. <laughs> so I tried to do this today. Yeah. And all that happened was. Yeah. I was trying to grab myself at a 30-degree angle <laughs> while my face was giving off the most immense sense of pain. <laughs> I, I had no emotion, and it looked like I was really going for it yeah, yeah, with yeah. my broken arm. Yeah, oh, dear, oh, dear. How did you break your arm, Simon? Uh, I, fell, I fell over in the dark. You, you, were you drunk? No, everybody has asked that. The only day over Christmas, I was sober, I fell over. You fell over in the dark? Well, did you trip over something? What was it? The dog? Well, I was, I was moving things around. Yes. Uh, in, work, in the dark? I'd, no, it, it was light, but as I turned the lights off, yeah. I'd gone to lock things up, and as I turned around, I'd gone to avoid it, and yeah. fallen backwards. You've forgotten where you'd moved something to? Well, I'd moved it so many times, I, I can't remember <laughs> the dark. Oh, Simon, <laughs> I like you. Will you call again, please? Yes, I will. I do. want to have I'll more glimpses into the world of Simon. Well, it's this, uh, well, you try living in Wales, you'll have plenty of glimpses of uh, uh, living in the world of Simon, living in Wales. So, Simon, I'm fine, for the, but thank you for the invitation. Do call again. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I haven't heard this song for ages, Avenging Angels by Space. Not a huge Space fan, but this is a great song. Simon, thank you for that. John, speak to you after this.
Before you write your will, why don't you listen to some more Absolute Radio? The home of music, football and comedy. The £1,000 mixtape. You can win £1,000 a day. To win the cash, just identify the clips of the songs that you can hear on our lovely radio stations. The station you're listening to now is Absolute Radio. A masterpiece. Stunning. Moving. Electrifying. Phenomenal. Brilliant. Unforgettable. Superb. Inspirational. Spellbinding. Thrilling. Gripping. Compelling. Exhilarating. Incredible. Astonishing. Powerful. Triumphant. Breathtaking. Unmissable. Danny Boyle's 127 Hours in cinemas now. Rated 15. Autoglass repair. Autoglass replace. John, 30. Technician for Autoglass. With VAT going up, a customer at Autoglass was watching his finances and putting money aside, but he'd ignored that chip on his windscreen, which is never wise, because one morning, crack. He called Autoglass directly, and I went out and replaced the screen, but he had to pay his expensive insurance excess. All that money he'd saved had to go towards paying it off, last thing he needed, and it could have been easily avoided with one call to Autoglass when he first saw the chip. I would have gone to wherever was convenient and repaired it instead. A repair by Autoglass is usually free if you fully comp, and it doesn't affect your no-claims bonus. Your insurer covers it, and as most recommend us, you don't need to speak to them at all. Call Autoglass directly, and we'll sort everything for you. With the cost of living going up, you'd be daft not to take advantage of something that's usually free. Save time and money. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234234 or book online at autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair, Autoglass replace. Lee's two-hour late-night radio show starting at 11 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Got a hat and all the houses is asshole. She 
video that my brother-in-law made when we were in um, Stockholm. That's nice, look. We haven't got the internet at home, so I've got to make full use of the computers when I when I turn up. Oh, look. Got to make full use of the computers when, uh, when I come into work, and um, I can't look at videos and do YouTube or any of that stuff. It's my little boy, look. He's a year old on Thursday, Eloise. Oh. A year. His first birthday. That's weird. It is weird. He's a year old. How did that happen? He, was, he wasn't here a minute ago, surely. Look at him, little sausage. Right. Uh, let's go to John on the underground. He's been there for ages. Hello, John. How are you doing, Mr Lee? I'm all right, my love. I'm all right. Just a couple of things. Good. I just want to put the uh, silver foil thing to bed. Oh, OK, let's put it to bed, shall we? Imagine having sheets made of silver foil. Oh, that'd be a bit kinky. Uh, yeah, lovely. Right. Lovely. 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 Yes. Anyway, right, the, the whole reason of silver foil having the shiny side and the dull side <laughs> yes. is the yes. process of, of it being made. Yes. Where So, obviously, where it comes in, they come in, like, big 15-metre by 3-metre ingots of aluminium. Yes. And it goes through a process of cold rolling. Yes. Where they have to roll it out so thin, they have to roll two sheets of aluminium foil together yeah. to get it 500 micron thick. So when the two sheets come off, where the two sides have been hot, been touching the side of the roller, that's the shiny side. Right. And then where the other side, where it's touching each other, touching the foil, that's the dull side. Right. So it don't make a blind bit of it's difference phone calls the if dull you, side. you so cook shiny side up or dull you're, you're side. You're saying up. it makes no difference. It's just the way it's made. Yep, that's correct. Mm. Well. Also, Why didn't you call in two hours ago and you could have saved us a dollar? I've been on hold for nearly two hours. Oh, yeah, fair play, you have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. OK. <laughs> Everyone is ringing in. I'm sitting there going, no, no, it doesn't. How do you know this, John? Uh, well, I used to work in a foundry where they used to make ingots, the, oh. the big big ingots for the for the, for the base foil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, just through people talking to people through where it was going to that factory, that's... Oh. That's how I found oh, out about it. Yeah, also, yes. the saying "commando." Yes, meaning no pants. Yeah, it means no pants. It's an old army saying. I, I guess it might be. Uh, it's where <laughs> where people used to go run, like when you have to do your fitness test, and yeah. they used to go running. Yeah, uh, they used to do it with no pants on. So when you go for the water and you get the sand and that, you didn't get chafed. You didn't get chub rub on your legs. <laughs> chub, chub rub. I've never heard it called that before, and I hope Pick I never chub. hear it called that again. Bit of chub rub, so and some people they normally wear tights, so they so you get a silky feeling, so you don't oh, get the chub rub. Nothing wrong with wearing a pair of tights. Oh, tights and silver foil. Oh, get in there! Get in there, my son. Lovely. Anything else, John? 
Uh, I was just wondering if I could... You know that game you was playing with the, with the accent? Oh, the accent game? Yeah. <laughs> that would be, yes. Any chance I can have a go? Yeah, do you want to have a go? Eloise, are you, are you free for 30 seconds? Play the accent game. Okay, so, uh, we're <laughs> going to come up with a sentence. We've all got to say it, and I'm going to suggest Eloise's accent. She's going to suggest John's accent. John, you're going to suggest my accent, okay? Right. That's the okay. way around we're going to go. We're going to go clockwise. Okay. John, right. any sentence you'd like to say? Uh, no, go on, I'll let you pick. Okay. Um, wouldn't it be nice to sleep in a bed of aluminium foil? Okay. Okay, that's a sentence. And Eloise, you have to do it in... the German accent. Okay. <coughs> Please. Help. Wouldn't it be nice... <laughs> to sleep in a bed of tin foil. Oh no, I've got a bit wrong at the end. A, a minky? I believe there is a minky. You sound like Inspector Clouseau. There is a boom, a boom. Okay, that's your German accent. Fair play. Let's, let's brighten up. Let's okay. put a little sunshine into my dark day. Well done. Give an accent to John, please. John, I want you to do yours in a Jamaican accent. Oh God, now we're, now we're in... Okay, we're in slightly dodgy ground here. Why, why are you allowed to do a German uh, one, but not a Jamaican one? I, I don't know. But it makes it slightly different. It becomes a slightly different thing then. Why? I don't know. Okay, but I'll it change does. it. Please um, do. Uh, it limits things. I, don't wanna, I, I don't, can't go I, worldwide. I don't want to get into any more trouble. Uh, okay. Oh, the Jamaican's alright. No, no, you know it probably is. But in these hypersensitive days in which I'm living in, I'd rather we didn't. Okay, let's go for French. There we go. You see. Oh God, bloody hell. Um, Oh. Bearing in mind, uh, that's what your one sounded like, Eloise, even though you were supposed to be doing the <laughs> German. Um, I've... Oh, God, I can't do French. Can't you pick me something else? No, no it's come on, that's the rules of the go. game. Uh, I would like to sleep in a bed of super food. That was really that's good. good. That was all right. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, John. Okay, lovely. Yeah. You didn't Take do any, Sorry? You didn't yeah, do you any. Oh, one. nuts. He, I thought you, he wouldn't notice that. All right, go on then. I want you to do it in Dutch. Dutch? Hurdy-gurdy. Hello, dear. Do we do Dutch? Okay. Hurdy-gurdy. Uh, okay, the Dutch is a tough one. Okay. Um, Dutch. Hello, dear. I... Dutch is weird. It's weird, isn't it? you just got to go for it and do it. Yes. Dutch. Um, hello, dear. What is, what is that you have got? Hello. <laughs> I think that might be more sensitive than anything. No, I'm tr I'm doing it. Okay, the Dutch. Okay, um, the Dutch is. Uh, what is? I would Welcome like. Welcome to Amsterdam. Welcome to Amsterdam. I would like to be sleeping in the bed of the silver foil and making love on the hashish pills. Yeah, that's it. There that's we good. go, John. We got there. Thank you for calling in. If anyone wants a game of the uh, accent game, that's uh, that's open. That's open house. That's that's on twenty four seven. We just uh, we just do that. Graham. Hello there. Hello there, Graham. I am. How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, so I sound like George Harrison from the Beatles. Uh, Maybe I don't. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I'll go with that one. Okay. What can I do for you, sir? You were talking about baked potatoes. We were talking about, or as I like to call them, jacket potatoes. I had a row with a Frenchman once in Japan about jacket potatoes. He was amazed that I was putting a potato in its jacket in an oven. And he was like, why are you doing this? Why are you not peeling the potato? I went, because where I come from, we like to cut them in their jackets. Thanks very much. Well, 
I used to go to a place in uh, Hillbrow yeah. in Johannesburg. Oh yeah. Um, called the Potato Kitchen. Oh. What, what do they cook there? Um. Funnily enough, since yeah. it's called the yeah. Potato Kitchen, yeah. they yeah. used yeah. to do potatoes. Potatoes. Okay. You, you can never tell. You can never tell with these Joe Bird yeah, restaurants. So they had confusing about titles. Fifteen different hot fillings for them. Well, go on. Which included things like steak and kidney. Whoa, steak and kidney and a potato? That's insane. No, no. It's oh, excellent. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Um, goulash. Oh, you get goulash. I don't know what goulash is. I've heard talk of goulash. What is, like, is it like... Hungarian goulash. It's uh, like a... Stew? Uh, yeah. Bit okay. like that. I'm not totally sure what a stew is, but let's not dwell on that. That's true. I, I'm genuinely not quite sure what... Anyway, a so casserole. Casserole is like a big bowl of like vegetables and broth, isn't it? Yeah, but not broth. It's a bit thicker. It's but like, it's still liquidy. There's liquid. Yeah, and that's the same as a stew I and actually, the same as a goulash. Okay. I actually checked once. I looked in my dictionary. Oh, so I'm not the only one who doesn't know. Okay, thank you. And it said goulash. Uh, sorry. Come on, focus. Um, you know the what? all all of these things are basically stew. But, but what is stew? Different kinds of stew. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was about fifteen different varieties. Oh. Of well, you told us two. What, what are the other thirteen? No. Casserole. Casserole. It said was a French word for stew. For what is what? <laughs> but what is stew? <laughs> A dose oh, it's just when you shove all these things in the oven, okay. in, in a pot... And so you're saying in South Africa you could have stew in your potato? Yep. Wow. And you could, as I say, you could have goulash, you could have curry... Goulash... You could have all sorts. All sorts. Licorice all sorts. Ugh, I couldn't do that. I don't like... No, am no, I the no, only no. person out of the three of us? Hands up if you don't like licorice. It's just me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. Sorry. don't like it. Oh, none, none of us like it. Hang on. Right, hands up if you do like licorice. No one. So, no, no, so th that survey proves that 100% of the population do not like licorice, yet they still keep on making licorice. Yeah. I like flavoured licorice, mm. like strawberry. <laughs> oh, the other... Yes. A couple of other things. Um, okay, one go. was the other lady the other night. Yes. You commented that um, she said like 100 and... She said it like 100 times. 150 times, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And she, but I also noticed that she said, you know, <laughs> stew. Other other comments, little comments that she just repeated. And yeah. Repeated well, and she was a very nice lady. I wonder if you could have a competition on that. On see who could say like the most. Yeah. Okay. This uh, we'll have a go. Well, Stu, thanks for calling. Graham. Stu. Oh, right, OK. OK. I wish there was a place that I could get the um, potato kitchen menu here. So... That's the end of the show tonight. Eloise, excellent work. Thank you. Uh, for, for a Monday show. I like this new callers for the first hour. Maybe new callers for the whole show. It was for the whole show in the it end. Was, because wasn't I it? forgot about the time. <laughs> I think it's quite nice on a Monday. Definitely yeah. for the first hour. Maybe for yeah. the whole show. We'll try. Tomorrow, 
we were going to do it the first hour, but if we have this chap in, we'll do it differently. The second hour is going to be nice. Actually, in fact, no regular callers did call in at all. So then well, there's one guy who keeps trying, but he didn't get on. Which yeah. Uh, listen, tomorrow's show might be a little bit different. It's, it, if it happens, you know, it, it's definitely going to be worth listening to us. <coughs> I would suggest uh, you stick around and uh, have a listen. Mark Crosley's up next. Um, he's on at one o'clock, straight after Joni Mitchell, Big Yellow Taxi. We're back tomorrow at 11. Ta-ta.